Hey everyone, hope you're doing well. It is very late on Friday night, technically early Saturday morning, August 14th. The PFL and Bellator cards just wrapped up. Rare night, like I wrote earlier in the day, where you have uh, you know the number two and number three promotions technically in the world going toe-to-toe on different networks, PFL and Bellator. You know, pretty good cards. Um, dragged out a little bit, but there were a couple of noteworthy things that happened. None bigger, in my opinion, than what happened in the main event of the PFL card, the final fight of the night. Uh, Ray Cooper defeated Roy McDonald in the main event to advance to the finals of the welterweight tournament. And uh, this was never in doubt. It was a one-sided beatdown. And, you know, what was interesting about it was if you would have told me, all right, this fight was going to play out on the mat, it would be primarily a wrestling match. I would have said, all right, you know, Roy McDonald beat Ray Cooper. That's what's going to happen. Well, it was a wrestling match. It was primarily contested on the mat. One fighter's back was on the mat. The other was doing his thing on top. And uh, that was Ray Cooper. Ray Cooper out-wrestled and uh, beat Roy McDonald at his own game. It was all Ray Cooper. I mean, it was somewhat of an uninspired, listless performance out of Roy McDonald. And the obvious thing that comes to mind now is, what does he have left? Every time we see these performances at Roy now, you wonder if that's it, if if he's not going to fight again. Now, he's got a bit of a break. Uh, the season is done for him. He ends the season one and two. It wasn't a great... A debut year slash season for him in PFL after signing a year and a half or so ago. Uh, did lose that fight to Gleison Tebow. He was raw, but in the end, the record book says one and two. And now he doesn't advance to the finale. The two big signings, by the way, by PFL, other than Clarissa Shields, who wasn't a part of a tournament, uh, Anthony Pettis and Roy McDonald didn't quite pan out. Um, not trying to take anything away from Roy excuse me, from Ray Cooper, he has evolved immensely. He's not just a brawler. He's not just a striker. He's a great mixed martial artist. And uh, this is a really big win, a great feather in his cap. But Roy just had nothing in the tank tonight. And so that's why it makes you think about that John Fitch fight from a couple of years ago and makes you wonder just how much he has left and how much he wants to do this anymore. Um, so now we're getting Ray Cooper versus Magomed Magomed Kharimov, um, who won in the co-main event. And this is a rematch, and these are names that have fought in finals. And this is the problem with PFL's format. You have these dominant guys, you go through a season, and they end up in the finals again. It doesn't feel fresh. It doesn't feel like we've accomplished anything. Um, yes, Lance Palmer isn't making it to the final, but there's a lot of familiar names still sticking around. So I don't know how they combat that. They did do a good job of, you know refurbishing, if you will, the roster, but I don't know if this is what they had in mind, and I really, really do wonder, um, you know, what Rory is going to do from here. Again, he has some time, but uh, that was not a great performance out of him, and uh, just just uninspired, and uh, very surprising that he was out-wrestled that much by Ray Cooper. Congrats to Ray Cooper on the great win. Uh, like I said, Magomed, Magomed Kharimov uh, won against Sadabusi. Um, or is it Sadabusai? I think it's Sadabusai. That's my bad. 
Um, Clay Collard got robbed. He should have won his fight and advanced to the finals of the lightweight tournament. Unfortunately, he did not. Uh, Gleison Tebow won via arm triangle. The man is the ageless wonder. I don't know how he does not seem to age. Olivier Aubin-Mercier defeated Daryl Horcher. Brett Cooper won via KO. Um, standing TKO, I should say, against Tyler Hill. So all in all, good night. The pacing was brutal. They made Rory McDonald like wait five minutes in the, uh, maybe I'm exaggerating with the five minutes in the cage between commercial breaks um, and between the actual end of the fight and the judges' scorecards being read. So that was a little bit unfortunate. Um, I don't know if he cared at all. He's a pretty mild-mannered guy, but I felt for him in that moment. So that's what went down at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida, which has seen a lot of great MMA over the years. Over at the Mohegan Sun Arena in Uncasville, Connecticut, uh, the big story was Gegard Mousasi defeating John Salter to successfully retain the Bellator middleweight title. Uh, This one started off as John Salter was trying to use his wrestling uh, to take Musasi to the ground, and it didn't really seem like Musasi was all that bothered by the wrestling or worried by the wrestling or intimidated by Salter's striking, and he kind of weathered that early storm, for lack of a better word, and ended up winning via third-round TKO. This was a fight. I mean, I'm, I'm always excited to see Musasi. He's a legend. Uh, one of the all-time best would be a... First ballot Hall of Famer if there was an independent MMA Hall of Fame. Um, But this wasn't a fight that was particularly screaming at me when it was announced. Uh, It just felt like Musasi is on a different level than a John Salter. And it does feel like he is at the moment head and shoulders above the rest of the middleweight division. Now, we did find out tonight that Musasi is going to fight Austin Vanderford. Next, he is, of course, the husband of one Paige Van Zandt. We don't call him Mr. Van Zandt anymore. He has earned the right to be known as Austin Vanderford, even though he has run with that moniker quite well, in my opinion. Um, they are going to meet. Austin was actually on the broadcast. This is a thing that Bellator and Showtime have been doing as of late. I think it's really smart to get people to know who the contenders are, learn about them, get emotionally invested in them. I thought that was really smart. They brought him in the cage. Musasi, not too bothered about that sort of thing. Um, A little bit awkward, but you love his demeanor. And uh, Austin actually had his elbow in a brace, but he said in a couple weeks he'll be fine. Of course, Musasi just fought, so it's not like they're going to fight tomorrow. Um, So that seems to be what's next for the sassy one. I like that Bellator is trying, you know, the problem with Bellator in the past has been that you don't know who the contenders are. Everything seems to be all over the place. Now with the rankings, now with these little appearances on the broadcast, it seems like they're trying to streamline things a little bit. Um, And so you know who's next, who could be next, what's at stake, who's a contender, who's not a contender, all that stuff. So I like that. Uh, I don't know if Vanderford will be able to dethrone Musasi, but big spot for a young guy who has definitely uh, earned his shot and who has looked good as of late. Not much of a trash talker, doesn't build the hype to a fight necessarily, but he's got the backing, he's got the following, he's got the famous wife, um, and so that should be an interesting fight probably, uh, I don't know, if I were to guess early 2022. Uh, Also known on the card, Andre Koreshkov defeated Sabah Homasi via unanimous decision fun fight. Rifron Stotts defeated Magomed Magomedov, which was a very fun fight and a very big win for Stotts. Uh, Magomedov is a super tough ad, only one loss going to the fight. Stotts as well. 
Uh, Magomedov, of course, claimed to fame, win over Piotr Jan. Uh, but Stotts now could very well be the number one contender at 135. Unfortunately for him, his teammate and friend, Sergio Pettis, is the Beltor bantamweight champion. So uh, he suggested in the post-fight interview that they do a $1 million tournament. Very smart move on his part, but he might have to fight his friend. I mean, he had Duke Rufus and, and the whole team there in his corner. Um, so that's going to be an interesting story, but he's a really good fighter. Not a lot of people know who he is, but a name definitely worth watching. So those were the, uh, the stories of note rare UFC free weekend coming up. Uh, no event tomorrow night. So enjoy your time off. Enjoy your family. Do something, go outside, breathe fresh air, watch a movie, and then get ready for Monday. It's the highly anticipated return of the Mixed Martial Arts Hour. Back in your life, live, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. GMT, MMA Fighting YouTube channel. We're back, baby. MMA Hour. I can't wait. Big week coming up. What a way to kick it off. We got a lot to discuss with a lot of interesting people. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Let me know if you like this sort of thing, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.